0: All right, all right, what is going on, guys? Kieran Headley here for the, from the Pocket Coach Podcast, and this is episode five. The um, What we're concentrating on today is building self-confidence. We're going to keep this raw. We're going to keep this real. It's just you and me talking down, as Russell Brand would say, your ear hole. Ah, so excuse the weird language and terms but we're going to get straight into it, guys. Um, this is a really important topic to myself, about, um, which is building self-confidence, because it's derived from insecurities, and this is something that I've struggled with my entire life growing up. Now, the thing is, you, you if you've seen my Instagram, you have seen uh, that I might be beaming confidence. I might be absolutely overflowing with it, with what you might perceive, but the thing is, I'm really not. To me... Talking, on the, um, talking to the phone and then posting it on Instagram isn't something that requires a lot of confidence for me because it's something that I'm used to. It's something that is within my comfort zone. Now I'll, fi- I'll go to something like me dancing on the street if you've seen me dancing on the street. For those that don't follow me, Headley Fitness on Instagram, H-E-D-L-E-Y Fitness, uh, m- most days, probably about 90% of the days, I'll find myself in the middle of the street dancing uh, in front of my camera phone most of the time with no one filming and then I'll add a bit of music to it and um, it's called the hashtag mental health dance so if you haven't uh, seen that please go to my Instagram and check out the video about my mental health dance and it's just basically me dancing on the street a whole lot of times to different music and The idea is to promote mental health and to promote self-confidence and to promote a way of getting uncomfortable every single day to basically help raise awareness for mental health, but also to really push people to grow because it's one of our human needs that needs to be met in order to create fulfillment, happiness, um, and self-love, self-worth, which is a massive key of what today is about. So that's why I do it, and that's something that it does push me out of my comfort zone, but I'm constantly needing to look for certain things to push myself out of my comfort zone. That's really the first kind of point about talking about self-confidence today, is too many of us, actually we all do this, and when I say we all do this, I mean we all do this. (laughs) There's no other way to go about it. We all try to get fit, um, we all try to fit into our comfort zone in some way. We always find... That way to get comfortable it's a fact of certainty another one of our human needs that needs to be met at some point and that can be found in a relationship that can be found in a friendship and with family members with food uh, this can be found in so many different ways in order to get comfort watching the same tv shows on repeat um, and, or um always ordering from the same takeaway store it's just you know that it's going to be good and you know that it's going to create that fulfillment so there's the factor of certainty therefore you're going to be meeting your comfort so it's within your comfort zone and that's why a lot of us don't try new foods don't get out of our comfort zone with talking to new people Uh, we don't try new tv shows because we're not sure or new movies from the from the video store or netflix or whatever because we're not sure if it's going to be good or not unless um, we have some sort of understanding around that film or whatever it is so there there is that mass effect of certainty and that's part of the issue of self-confidence now there's a lot of things that are really derived from self-confidence which do come from actually a part of it being certainty um, that need of knowing what how it's going to play out uh, in order to not feel like we're failing uh, which is another part of it but we need to know that we're not going to fail Uh, so if we are confident or if we are comfortable in doing something, we feel confident in that practice. So the idea behind being uncomfortable to really create confidence is such a key factor in this. And this is something I'm going to dive a little bit deeper in a little bit. I'm going to keep this a lot shorter and sharper than the last episode. I am so sorry, guys. That was, uh, that was beyond me. I don't know how my last, uh, my last little mental health episode took up just over an hour. Ah, uh, it was a it was a great talk, great yarn, if, uh, if you ask me. If you don't know what a yarn is, okay, go to New Zealand, live there for six months, and you'll figure out what, you, what a yarn is. Or, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe England talks about it, I don't know. For some reason, by the way, I have no idea why. Um, Over here in Canada, they think I'm bloody British. I don't sound freaking British, right? I don't bloody... Um, I don't, I don't drink warm beer. Who the hell drinks warm beer? You need it. Oh man, that is a frustrating thing. No, no fricking way. Okay. I'm not a warm beer drinker. Okay. Give me a spates, nice cold spates beer, spates ale. Okay. And I'm going to be the happiest man alive. Okay. So that's, that, that's what I need. In fact, that's okay. Okay. If you want to feel confident, drink 10 Bottles of cold spates. you'll be the most confident person in the world. Okay, there you go. Problem solved. End of podcast. See you guys. Nice uh, nice chat. Okay, summary. Drink 10 spates. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, um, carrying on. Please don't actually utilize alcohol. Actually, to be honest, alcohol can be sort of a, a, a help with a breakthrough, but I'm gonna, I might touch on that. It's not something that I actually encourage. I try to drink very minimally now because of my mental health, um, So, but I will touch on it because it is a factor in this. Anyway, carrying on with self confidence. Sorry for the little, little, uh, little, little, I don't even, uh, distraction. Ah, Spates. Oh, I ah, haven't had one of those in a while. Um, if anyone knows where in Quebec to get space, Um, it's probably like $20 a bottle, but um, worth it. Um, So basically, we need this factor of certainty in order to feel like we're going to be achieving something. Uh, But this is a factor of, this isn't going to build our self-confidence. This is going to keep us us within our comfort zone. And now that leads on to the next factor, which is actually a factor of growth. If we're not growing, we're going backwards. We're dying. If you're not growing, you're dying. If you've ever heard that term, it is very, very true. Dying meaning we're going backwards. Uh, We're getting dug back into the ground from whence we came. Uh, So, so basically, when you're stomped on and um, and you're sh- sh- um, you, and you're grinded into the ground 20 times uh, by multiple issues and problems in life, uh, if you're not trying to develop through those issues, you're actually going backwards. You're getting weaker. You're not getting stronger um, in those situations. If you when they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's only true if you're actually doing anything about it. It's not a phrase to be thrown around lightly in my opinion because it's something that needs to be rephrased to what doesn't kill you that you fight against or fight for uh, will make you stronger. But what, what, um, what doesn't kill you and that you don't do anything about will make you weaker uh, ultimately. So that that's very important. You have no idea how many people um, I've spoken to that literally claim to me I am too weak, Karen. And that is the most frustrating thing for me to hear because this the only person that can genuinely fix that is themselves. Uh, no matter how many times I might tell them, you, you are strong enough though. Like you're a person, you're a human, you're alive. You've lived for how many freaking years? How are you here today to message me that you're not good enough, yet you're here alive and sending this message through freaking Instagram. You're figuring out how to use an iPhone, how to use this thing of social media that I bet you could hand that iPhone to your father, and you had no freaking clue on how to message Headley Fitness on Instagram. Okay, yet you figured that out. So that means that you're good enough to do even that, as like a task that. Most of this population of this entire world can't figure out themselves simply because a they haven't had the privilege to um, be able to be exposed to that, but b that uh, they they probably haven't chosen to actually um, to. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. I actually kind of completely lost it because I I quite, I'm quite frustrated by by this factor just because um, people. Get stuck in this idea that they're just not um that they're just so weak because they're not good enough um and the reason why it's so frustrating is simply because I've been there, and that is very key and that I think is very important to actually talk on and I'm gonna get into my experiences in a second, but that feeling of low self worth to the point that I don't mean anything um is actually a very serious thing, and that frustration that I just talked on isn't actually at the people that I just said is actually a reflection of myself and that is, that's actually a topic for another podcast almost but my point is that the factor of self-worth needs to be addressed by discomfort and that's really the only way to grow like I said if you're not growing you're dying and if you're being um if you're not if you're not um what doesn't kill you does make you stronger in the situation that you're actually doing something about it. So again, that's being uncomfortable, that's creating some sort of growth in some sort of way, um, creating contribution, creating some sort of development in your life, uh, which will create more self-worth within you because you feel like you're you're genuinely doing something or contributing to someone else. So um, what I think is very important is that you need to make promises to yourself. And those promises for me are assigning five daily tasks to myself. And now this is an issue that I experienced, um, which actually created just recently, actually. Even even today, this morning, I experienced this. The last few days, I experienced this. Um, The last few months, I've been struggling a lot with this, which is that feeling of self-worth being super low because i was writing down five daily tasks every day that a lot of people would take a week to do um simply because i i was in my head i thought oh yeah i'm better than that i'm better than that i'm better than this whatever it was to the point where i was actually just digging my own grave i was really digging myself into the ground no one was actually stomping on me at all and this is just a self-destructive process that I know a lot of people get into because it's this factor of being perfect. And now this factor of needing to be perfect comes from something else, which I'm going to talk on in a second. But the point is, you need to have high expectations, but not not perfect as an expectation, not a self-destructive expectation, not an expectation that ultimately will make you worse off rather than better off. You need to have an expectation that you can work towards and you can chip away at Bit by bit, every day, and create growth in that area every day. Because if you're not creating growth in that area every day, and you're not seeing growth in that area every day, you're going to become very discouraged in that process. For example, if you're trying to lose body fat, say you're trying to lose fifty kgs over the whole year, if you're not looking at it, if you're looking at it by day by day process, you're probably not going to see any any result. Whereas if you look at it by week by week process, you'll probably see up to a kg lost every day, and that's fifty kgs um, for those listening. Is I think it's about one hundred and twenty pounds. Honestly, um, so that's a lot of weight to lose. Um, like you know, for for a year, it's um, it is very achievable, but it is a hell of a lot of work, and it's a lot of consistency involved. So if you are looking at it again day by day, it feels like there is a mile to go when it's fifty kgs, because you are only losing a few grams a day, right? So the idea is to create a way or perspective. Um, So it's either the process that you're doing or the perspective that you're taking in order to feel like you're growing and developing in that area. So that's going to create that self-worth through the growth factor. So self-development is very important, whether it's development in um, maybe you're trying to learn a skill or you're trying to get stronger in the gym or you're trying to eat healthier. It's just doing it bit by bit rather than going all the way. So um, to the end, basically, you're not going head first into it. You're taking it step by step, and that's very important with development um, because it's going to build that... um, What's the word? It's going to build momentum... And momentum will lead to ultimately you achieving those further goals due to that self-worth being improved over time, that self-confidence being improved. And ultimately that's going to be like a chain effect of building confidence more and more and more over time. But you need to keep that going. You can't let your foot off the pedal because if you're not growing, you're dying. Remember that, so important. As soon as you start winning, too many of us take our foot off the pedal, and then we fall back to where we were, because that's what we identify ourselves with. We feel like we're not actually this person or being so confident, so we keep falling back into this unconfident, uh, low self-worth individual, but that's not truly who we are, that's just who we believe we are. So now um, now moving back from that, again, just um, I, I need to set these five daily tasks as something achievable so I'm able to cross every single one off. Otherwise, I feel like I'm going backwards, yet even though I'm achieving a lot more than I tr- I really do think I am. So this is something that I struggle with. And this is what the podcast really is about, is not just sh- um, sh- t- telling you guys what has worked for me and what I've learned from others and passing on to you guys that I know works because it's worked through me and worked through my clients, but it's also things uh, that um, I've managed to learn on my own through my own experiences, um, whether it's being younger and, um, becoming a more confident person over time, and this is, this is what actually an area that I do feel comfortable talking about, because I know it's something that I've really achieved or changed over the course of my, my short life so far, um, because I'm still a bloody young, young buck, aren't I? Um, now the next part is, okay, so you've got, you've got promises to yourself, okay, whether it's I'm creating a skill um, doing something every day like eating healthy every day um, or whether it's um, you know, meeting your di- day- five daily tasks every day, or doing a little bit on your business every day, or reading every day, whatever it is. Okay, that's your promise to yourself. Development is a factor of that promise to self. Okay, so you're doing something that creates a development within yourself. So whether it is a healthy eating, whether it is going to the gym for a little bit every day, whether it is going for a morning walk every morning, whether it is doing meditation every morning. So that's a promise to yourself, but that's also self-development. For me, I'm trying to learn how to do handstands because I suck add doing handstands okay i'm just telling you you're raw and real uh it's it's pretty embarrassing really i'm you know I'm, I'm meant to be some fit dude and i can't even freaking handstand but the um but I'm, I'm getting there guys okay i'm putting my feet against the wall and i'm not um i'm not head diving into the ground so so far it's so good um hopefully i don't know bloody kill myself but i don't know we'll see um so the next part of that is actually contribution so we've gone over promises to self development and now it's contribution so making sure that you're contributing in some way and this is something that I failed to do, um, fail to feel or um, for myself even though I know I'm doing it is contribution in the mental health world for me Uh, so that's um, constantly um, like when people reach out it's, it's giving back or helping in some way whether it's sending a three to five minute video to them, talking them through their problem um, and helping them directly in that way. So I'm contributing to their, their life in some way, or whether it's just gen- genuinely opening up the door for someone, whoever it is. But when it's through social media, this is where I struggle because through social media, you, you don't feel that genuine reaction of, when you help that person through their mental health issue, you know, and you spend, like, a few good conversations, you know, maybe um, 10 or 11 five-minute videos with, um, were sent to actually to coach this person through it, and you're not expecting anything back, of course, but the the feeling that you get from contribution when you hold the door open for someone or when you give someone something some, to someone in person, like a Christmas present, whatever it is, you know, it is coming up to Christmas, so that feeling of contribution is massive, um, you know, you feel that feeling of contribution, you feel good when you do it because you see that reaction, you see that person getting something from it. Whereas through social media, you don't see it happen, you don't see the growth, you just kind of read it. And it's not the same, Um, so you don't really get that feeling um, of of that contribution, that the contribution factor, whether you get those that release of dopamine, um, and endorphins, you know, from from that contribution. So I I believe it's very important to not just contribute where you can through social media, which does it does work, it does help. But I highly, highly, highly recommend contributing in some way. I'm actually um, planning on going to give blood tomorrow, um, or not tomorrow, the day after. Um, that's a form of contribution. You know, it's helping the, helping out in any way you can. My friend Geordie Weber. I actually talked about him in the first podcast. Cause he's a classic Skux. Uh, S-K-U-X, S K U X Deluxe. He's not actually um that on Instagram, guys. Don't search that. Please just search and um yeah, just search Geordie Weber. And he is a classic moldy fella. Uh, with a with a pretty good uh, pretty good personality about him. And basically him and his friend um, decided, oops. Um, I just dropped something. Um, me and his, um, him and his friend decided to give out Christmas cookies on Queen Street in Auckland, um, one of the pretty much the main street in Auckland, and they they just made Christmas cookies, spent the day making them. They went down Queen Street and gave them out, and now I'm really amped and I want to try to do that tomorrow. Actually, I'm going to do it either tomorrow or sometime during the week. The goal is to do it tomorrow, and I want to make Christmas cookies and just walk through Quebec and just hand out Christmas cookies because why not? I'll just you know what I'll will say I say Christmas cookies, but they won't just being plain chocolate chip cookies. But hey. Um, um, so I gen- genuinely want to do that because I feel like by contributing that way, I'll feel like, you know, i feel like I'm meeting that contribution need, um, which is actually a massive need. And this is, this is in a way, actually, it's kind of selfish in a way, because I'm doing it because I want to meet that need. Um, which is funny because it's such a, it sounds like such a selfless thing, but honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I like to be very honest and raw with you guys. I mean, it really is kind of selfish in a way because I feel like it's going to, make me feel better in a way but at the same time I genuinely enjoy that feeling of seeing people light up when you just give them something when you just do something a random act of kindness is honestly one of my favorite things in the world because it's just that 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 way that people light up when you just randomly do something for them randomly um you know just be nice to someone, let people, let someone go first, give them something out of nowhere, whatever it is, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing when you crack when you bring contribution into your life and make it a consistent thing. So, it's, um, and again, I'm, um, also, um tr- aiming to volunteer as well in Quebec while I can, um, while I'm here. So I'm going to start doing volunteer work where I can, because I genuinely believe that this is a really great way to not only give back. And I mean, giving back is, I in my opinion, a very, um, is is a very a very strong cause um just simply giving back i know there's always a stronger purpose behind it because if it's giving back it's normally something that's been derived from somewhere individually so for me my giving back is the fact that i've gone through so much mental health i don't i strongly don't want other people to go through those issues because it's so so freaking painful and and horrible and it's oh man like i i can literally tear up just thinking about it because it's so excru- excruciatingly painful um feeling that way and i I just hate it so but at the same time it's understanding that that creates development um which is actually something they have just talked about so um don't be afraid to feel the negatives because again that will create development um so long as you're working on it so now the next thing that um, people experience is, is the worry of judgment uh that you're so worried about what people are going to think of you when you go and do things because this world's such a judgmental place now due to social media but the thing is it's not social media that's the real problem that all that social media is doing is it's amplifying the problem so it's really just putting it on a microphone we need to understand that so Addressing social media, absolutely something very important in my opinion. You've, if you've ever heard Gary Vaynerchuk talk, he, he says that social media is irrelevant. I actually disagree in my opinion, simply because I know that social media um, and cutting it cutting it out where it's necessary absolutely has helped my life personally, and I know it's helped many others. So, um, but we come from dis- different perspectives because he comes from from a business and growth approach. I come from a more of a um, personal health um, approach and, and creating more confidence in those areas. So. Um, um social media it again it amplifies it, but doesn't create it. what creates it is actually the way we grow up um but I'm gonna get that to that in a second. The worry of judgment with others isn't very easily addressed, but the best thing that I can say right now is give you a perspective. everyone else is worrying about what you're thinking of them, not the other way around. I am just telling you that now, okay, okay if you know me okay have uh, this is a funny thing to talk about actually because i like i 've literally thought the exact opposite of this, which is pretty much pretty hypocritical of me because i, I you know I, I of course i'm i 'm human, and all humans worry at some stage on some level of what others think of them, and I absolutely do i think of this all the time, especially when it 's someone like you know i'm i'm building a relationship with someone um, whether it 's a girl or a friend or whatever it is, and actually you 're gonna in a way at some level worry about what they think um and it's not just this it's also when posting on social media what does this random person think um of me um on this instagram handle you know justine66 bloody um scary justine66 is gonna um, might message me uh saying that i'm such a weirdo or that i shouldn't be on social media or that i should delete my instagram um and you like this is a extremely form of cyber actually but um that's something that you should first of all you shouldn't worry about because first of all they don't even know you uh so how they can how can they judge you for one and that's a very shallow um um comment from my end actually to be honest because it's it's not very effective in terms of creating a good perspective for one but for two um in a way of being um of it being a shallow um comment is that it's very um. It's very easy to like for. Actually, we all think of it in some way. We all judge others in some way as well, which is why we have the worry of judgment. So this is a, that's the thing, and that's why we, that's, that's what we're so worried about is because we all naturally judge everyone um, based off our 2 million-year-old brain. It's just naturally what we do because we're constantly comparing, but this comes from a feeling that feeling of self-worth. So that's the crazy thing. The judgment is derived from our low feeling of self-worth. So if we build that self-worth from the previous point that I just talked on, that worry of judgment will decrease. Now, this is something that's always going to be there, but it's learning to understand it and to create perspective around it that, again, everyone's really worrying about what you think. Um, So what's the point in worrying about the other way around for a perspective purpose? But then also even giving yourself some sort of affirmation of, um, it could be like, um, I am safe. Um, oh geez, I actually kind of I, I do not even know where I was going with that but um, affirmations can be powerful in some way but a, a little bit, like what you could say is maybe I am safe, I am secure, I am confident I even got this okay I'm not gonna swear because I remember that I'm not I'm meant to be I'm not meant to be explicit on this so um, uh, it's basically meant to be clean so <laughs> but my point is you can like genuinely say that and say that aloud um and really try and build that confidence um and i do believe that affirmations have its place so long as you're implementing them in some way um or implementing action in some way straight afterwards or straight before whatever it is okay now um now i've already talked on um certainty the certainty factor briefly but i want to address that life is an uncertain thing okay we need to realize that life is life is uncertain you never know how in fact i can be certain okay? This is a certainty factor for you. I can be certain that whatever you think is going to happen is not going to happen, okay? I'm just telling you that now. You, uh, you, can, you can be certain that it's not going to play out the way you think it is, okay? Which is why, actually, uh, we become so insecure and unconfident because we know that it's not going to play out the way we want it to, okay? But if you flip it and realize that, Okay, I know that it's not going to play out the way I want it to. So, what's the freaking point in worrying about that? Because it's going to happen anyway. If I don't do anything about it, then it's going to be even worse. What? I know. Wine blown. <sighs> crazy. Um. So, that's my point. And if we were living in that state for our entire life, imagine how depressed we're going to be. The crazy thing is, a lot of us think that way now. I don't bet a lot of you um, listen to this genuinely think that way as well. Um on a consistent basis we're all going to think of it um, at some point but creating that perspective um whenever you sort of fall into that hole of oh shit um oh oh, oh crap i just swore um (laughs) um please please don't catch me and please don't um um report that (laughs) um because i need to keep it clean um but the point is uh life is uncertain if you're driving along the motorway and some 50 year old man pulls in front of you uh and it just looks like they're rushing off to work you get freaking enraged by that because it's like why in the heck is this person pulling in front of me they're gaining literally two seconds on their trip to work i'm late for work as well what gives you the right what makes you more important than me to pull in front okay so this is a sort of mindset the destructive mindset that we get into like we literally think I could murder you on the spot. I'm going to ram you. (laughs) But you get my point, right? Um, So those are the um, instant thoughts that go through our head when we don't realize that this person could be rushing his daughter off to hospital. We don't stop and think. We don't realize that everyone's got their own story, that everyone has their own reason, that everyone has their own demons and feelings of self-worth and uncertainty we don't realize that everyone has their own struggles whether it's depression anxiety worry anger personal issues disabilities uh, family issues health issues whatever it is we always don't we never stop to re- think about this to realize that everyone's struggling um just as much if not more than us in in some way the thing is we need to realize as well that whatever the um demon or issue whatever it is you have it's not better than anyone else's, but it's not worse than anyone else's it's It's all everyone's got their own thing that they need to work with, so it's figuring out what that is and addressing it, which is a massive factor but moving on from that um remembering that life is going to be uncertain, so we need to learn to accept that life is never going to be work out the way, way we want it to because that fifty year old man rushing his daughter to the hospital will eventually happen. Um, you're driving along the motorway, you're always going to get someone pulling in front of you. And if you're constantly in that state of reacting negatively and pessimistically to that, you're never going to be in a good state to, um, to accept that uncertain factor of that occurring and to accept that life is never going to play out exactly how we want it to. And life, imagine if you knew everything that was going on in your life you knew whatever everyone thought you knew what everyone was going to do you could predict the future for the next 10 years exactly what the world is going to play out to be life would be freaking awesome for like two seconds and then it'll get boring as shit oh i swear again i oh, was um but my point is life will be no good that's why we've got another need called uncertainty uh and that's something that also should be addressed in a way Uh, so it's uh, it's that feeling of um feeling of being out of your comfort zone of of being thrilled that's why we like theme parks because it's it's that factor of uncertainty of um like the first time we jump on a ride like oh like how is this going to feel so it's that thrill factor and that's what we a lot of us seek as well and some more than others and that's fine But the point is that's why um, there is that level of certainty but also uncertainty within our life. But it's accepting that uncertainty is inevitable. So remember that okay so anyway moving on the last thing i wanted to point um the last two things i want to point out is first um is that fear of failing or is that our heads going to instantly think of the worst case scenario because of our two million year old brain remembering that our our minds seek problems and the reason why our minds seek problems is simply because of um this two million year old brain constantly seeking out oh no what's um what's tribe x going to do against tribe y oh no what's this um t- freaking tiger gonna do to my leg if um if it pops out of the bush on my right hand side I'm like you know it's constantly thinking of every possible scenario that could go wrong but that's just the way we've been bred grown up um over the thousands of years millions of years that we've developed and understanding that this isn't an initial thought. there's someone else that thought this you know, thousands of years ago, and it's just been passed down. Um, so it's not really us that's thinking, remembering that we are not our thoughts, we are not our feelings, we are just there to experience them. And that's another affirmation that you can also give yourself is, "I am not my thoughts. I am not my feelings. I am the observer of my thoughts. I am the auditor of my feelings." So it's understanding that you are the one that's observing them. You, you know, even though you're experiencing them, this isn't exactly you. This is what's been passed down to you. It's remembering that, and you're just experiencing it. It's like watching a cloud pass over the sky. If you've ever listened to a Headspace meditation, which I highly suggest, you'll understand that. Um, everyone's got the blue sky in their minds, everyone's got that, that blue sky factor, it's always there, that, that factor of, um, of understanding, that factor of peace is always going to be there. But we're going to get filled up with clouds of thought of feelings that are going to, going to completely cloud our judgment, funnily enough, um, in the way that we perceive um, our personal confidence, our personal worth, um, and our personal mental health. Um. so all of this stuff is occurring in our minds and our gut but these are experiences not our genuine being remembering that so this is very important so that's why fear of failing does occur and that's why we're always constantly thinking about the worst case scenario because we're programmed that way but we no longer have that tiger that's going to bite off our leg or um, tribe x chasing after us um, you know about to go to war and you know worried about a family whatever it is we now have um, Instagram, not getting, not getting the 60 likes that we hoped. We now have that Facebook profile picture, not getting, um, not getting enough love. We now have what, um, what my mum thinks because I don't want to go to college. We now have what my girlfriend Sally thinks because I went out with the boys on Friday night. So we've got all these new problems, which aren't even life-threatening yet because these are, the biggest problems we're constantly looking at these biggest problems as a life or death scenario and then instantly assuming the worst case scenario uh, which does lead to a lot of self-doubt a lot of low self-worth and massive massively low self-confidence so this is all a factor and also the last thing i wanted to address in this area is a factor in growing up. The way you grow up and the the way you were bred, okay, the way you are born, the, the lifestyle you lived, okay, it all com- contributes um, to the person you are today and that includes the self-confidence you have. So, if you have low self-confidence, it's likely bred from the way you grew up, whether it's from your parents, um, some ex- an experience you had or experiences, the friends you were around, whatever it was. For me, um, I know that I was really, really, really well loved, really, well nurtured and in my opinion actually I know this is true because it, it genuinely is just the, the way I was loved as I was loved so much and taken so, so well care of that I I had a sense of entitlement and because that entitlement's not met I instantly get broken um, which um, which leads to my poor self-confidence in my opinion also because I was growing up around my dad who was also depressed and um, I witnessed him being depressed. I witnessed him being sad. I witnessed him struggling with depression without even realizing it um, i just I just assumed this is normal, but it 's just the way he was very standoffish at some points um, without even realizing it himself due to be, being that in that depressed low self worth low self confidence state um, and that 's a crazy thing but because I witnessed that that 's something that I eventually um, inherited right and they have um, recent science has shown us that, is, uh, that it can be very hereditary because um, when it's produced and manifested okay this is this can be passed down in generations but it has originated from an individual at some stage in that family tree understanding that it was not always there in the family tree but at some stage someone manifested that and has passed that down whether it's through habits or hereditary through genetics um, because it was originally developed and hormonally and chemically this actually affects us therefore producing certain hormones producing certain chemical reactions within the body and these chemical reactions slash hormone Model, um, uh, profiles, whatever it is, actually gets inherited down in the next generation. So you almost have an, uh, you almost have like a bloody, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, well, I can't remember the bloody word. Um, basically, um, you should feel, uh, oh, uh I can't, I, I can't remember the word. Oh man. ah, oh, oh, I was going to frustrate the hell out of me. Karen, Ah, um, ah, okay, okay, so don't freak out, don't freak out, okay, okay, we're good, okay, no, I can't remember the words, so I'm going to carry on, um, but, um, but basically, you should, you should take it on upon yourself to <laughs> be, become more self-confident, so future generations, um, will be more confident as well, um, because you're able to pass it down onto on to them, whether it is hereditary, or whether it is through, um, the, the way you act around those people, okay, around your your, um, your sons, your daughters, whatever it is, okay, um, uncles, aunt, um, aunties, or your family members, anything, okay, um, just passing that on by being confident in yourself, so it's very, very important, so definitely addressing it, so again, because I was so well nurtured, I had a sense of entitlement, um, and therefore, when I got to school, and um, like, life sort of hit me in a more real way, even though school's not quite real life, um, I did end up um, getting a sense of I'm not good enough, so I I, I assume this fe- this role of se- um, low self-worth, and therefore I believe that did lead to a lot of um, confidence issues growing up for me. So that's another big thing is addressing the way you grew up. Um, another thing as well is sort of, I, I suppose, in um, middle school, I was always a bit of a gump, honestly. Um, so this is a personal experience of mine. Um, so middle school is very clumsy, a bit of a gump. I'd always drop the ball in rugby. Um, I'd always um you know I kept missing tackles I wasn't that great in in rugby so team sports was one thing that I wasn't very good at for one um until high school in high school I improved considerably which helped my self-confidence but um that's beside the point um also I was sort of like the joker of the friends just because I simply had very minimal common sense I was honestly I was I guess you could say I was stupid honestly um and I don't like using that phrase at all actually like um, cause honestly, I wasn't stupid, but it was just the fact that the way I came across was a bit dumb, um, because of my poor, um, um, and it was actually from derived from my poor self-confidence and low self-worth that I felt like I wasn't good enough so that my common sense ended up being pretty terrible, actually, which um, made me a bit of a laughing stock, honestly. Um, and occasionally I did get, um, called Terrible names, you know, um, or um, bad things said about, and in a way that could be perceived as bullying, and um, like, and I suppose that that did lead to me talk um to what I talked about on episode three um about the way I had treated certain people in certain ways um probably derived from that, and actually, if I was to really make it and um, bring it in a full loop, but it's um crazy how just the way we grew up really controls the people that we become um even from day one when we're born so it's really all um, affected in, in some way um something else that i really struggled with as well and i've talked about in this episode one was girls honestly i was not a skux growing up put it that way okay i was a skux no <laughs> oh terrible um i oh man i, I i've got so many embarrassing moments Um, growing up, I'm not even going to get into them right now because this podcast is already a bit long, but, um, I always felt like that I was not enough. Um, I always feel like that, um, I was going to get shut down because I always was shut down. Um, and every, um, and then even in high, um, after high school, when I went to university, even, um, over my recent years, whenever I've had some sort of fling or started dating some girl, um, I either felt like I wasn't enough, so I had to give as much as I could, and, the, and by giving as much as I could, I ended up being coming too attached to the person, and therefore scaring them away. So it's understanding that that sort of um, that self worth and that self confidence part factor, whatever it is, okay, is actually very important for the way you treat your significant other. Because if you're not addressing that, um, it can affect your relationships in a huge way. So that's definitely something that I'm still working on, honestly. And it's very, something that I'm very conscious about. Being conscious about it is definitely step one of it. So it's understanding that. Um, addressing that self worth is massively important at the same time uh, sometimes you feel like self um, you feel so low, such low self worth that you don 't even attempt right like being being in a relationship or anything like that because you don 't feel like you 've got anything to give. Okay, so these are all big parts of it. So that's why it's so important to um, work on yourself um, and that sort of um, creating promises around yourself, okay, and working and addressing them every single day, development in some sort of way every single day, and contribution as often as you can, okay, to society, to people around you, to friends, to family, whatever it is, okay. Um, So, always give to your significant other, always, always, always give. Give, 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 give. Okay, that's huge. But at the same time, don't um, give out of love, give out of contribution, give out of that want to see that person happy, don't give out of that low self-worth state of, if I give enough, maybe I'll be worth enough to this person. No if you come from that point of view that perspective okay there is a there is a a feeling of self um of that is that um that that fuels that low self worth for one but a negative connotation and negative energy is about it and people sense energy if you've ever walked into a room um or vice versa someone else has walked into a room that you're in you sense that person's negative energy instantly that person's anger instantly that person's happiness instantly whatever it is okay so understanding that energy is huge energy is real energy is um is in all of us so we all sense it okay so understand that for one as well but basically, I was always terrible with the ladies, okay? I was, um, like I said, I was not a skunk, so I basically failed every single time. I had my first girlfriend at bloody 16, um, but that was a complete fluke, honestly, um, and I know she was in a similar sort of headspace as me in that sense, which um, <laughs> bred to a terrible, um, very toxic relationship, honestly, um, even though I know she be, she is amazing, an amazing person, and um, she's doing amazing things now, I'm sure, which is awesome, um, but my um but my feeling of self-worth um low self-worth just definitely led to a whole lot of issues um so again just that feeling of um of building up the fact that you are enough that feeling of even though if you are shut down that's going to lead to a more successful situation later on and in, in, in future partnerships and most i'm sure most of you 99% of you um you know kudos to you a few of the 1% are um you know under 40 which is awesome um, and you've still got so many years ahead of you. I mean, I've got a couple of uncles, um, actually one uncle, sorry. Um, I think the other, actually, no, maybe two uncles who have, who have um, sort of either remarried or gotten back into a relationship past the age of 40, which is awesome. Um, I think one of them was in, in his mid fifties and he re, and he remarried around then, so understanding that you, you know you 've got time on your side and i 've got a lot of friends in their thirties that are still single and sort of you know being a little scucks whether it 's a female or a guy that 's fine it doesn 't matter you don't there 's no rule of you have to be married under thirty at all uh, um, that 's honestly just that that um that connotation of needing to um, be like everyone else honestly um, unless it 's derived from pure love opposed to um, a factor of I um I need to um, I need to be and um I need to have a f- family by this age because it's what everyone else does. So um another thing I really struggled with was crowds and public speaking. Honestly, I I was the worst speech giver in the world. Okay, um honestly, I'd get up there shake like crazy. I'd um I'd practice in front of the mirror, and all the practice in the world would lead me to still. Um, reading the line um so for some reason, reading the reading the lines off um my script um or whatever it was off the cue cards um and just absolutely crapping myself um in front of the other twenty people in the class, uh, yeah scary experiences right um but ble- ble- speech is not not fun, um, and again um I always had that fear of failing, um simply again from being i'm always needing to feel like i need to know how it's going to play out or i will fail but it's always understanding that failing does produce growth because again when you fail the way you come back and the way you react to that failure in a positive way is ultimately going to produce a greater success rate in the future you cannot cannot succeed until you've failed multiple times, okay? I'm telling you now, even if you do get some level of success, ultimately, you will fail eventually in, until you fail um, enough times to drill, it, drill that ex- skill, that experience into yourself so that you produce that success um, at a higher level later on. Uh, so that's always going to happen no matter what it is, whether it's in girls and in guys and in friendships and um, in parenting and in business and fitness and nutrition anything it is okay so um understand that there is going to be a, a the factor of failing consistently so it's almost you you need to actually want to um fail um so that you can grow out of it because it's the fastest way to success um if you're avoiding it then you're then you're considerably holding yourself back so anyway, I'm going to start bringing this to the, to the, to the end because um, I want to start cutting it off before the fifty minute mark, but um, my, my real tips is do something uncomfortable every single day. Something I did in 2016 was I met two people every single day, new people every single day. Some days, depression and, um, and anxiety would get the best of me, honestly, um, and again, that's not something I want to label to myself, so I am not depressed, I am not anxious, I don't experience, I don't, I don't have anxiety, I experience it. Okay, so I experienced depression, I experienced um, anxiety, but I am not depression, I am not anxiety, I just, just said this on my little Instagram story, I'm a freaking Kiwi, not, um, yeah, not bloody depression, okay, so I'm um, sorry for yelling, but I am a Kiwi, by the way, uh, for you, uh, for you fellas, not a Kiwi. Um, I'm a little New Zealander, so that's why I'm a Kiwi, Okay, uh, carrying on, the fruity, nutty guy, um, the other thing as well, um, that I do is, um, like I mentioned before, is I dance on the street most, most days, and I'll record it and put it on my Instagram, simply because that pushes me out of my comfort zone, something that scares me, I need to start sort of upping it a little bit, because I'm starting to, starting to get a little bit easier, which is cool, um, and the other thing as well is cold showers to freezing 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 cold showers first thing in the morning you guys don't have an excuse it's negative 19 degrees celsius outside which is like i think negative 10 fahrenheit or something like that um something somewhere around there anyway um and i'll still have freezing cold showers first thing in the morning so i'll jump in go for a warm shower do everything i need to do then 30 um, then the last 30 seconds of the shower freezing cold deep breaths through my nose, in and out through my nose, nice, lo- long, slow breaths and deep breaths um, in order to sort of um, bring bring everything um, nice and slowly and re- um, in a relaxed manner, even though you f- you feel like I'm going to die. Um, but the point is to get the lymph system flowing because that plus jumping on the trampoline are, probably, um, are basically the two main ways in order to improve your lymph flow, okay? And so that's going to improve um, a, a lot of, there's going to be a lot of health benefits in that sense for one, but the other thing is it's going to create discipline because no matter what, no matter how much you don't want to do it, you just say, screw this, sh- uh, I'm not going to say it, um, but screw this, whatever it is, okay, I'm going to do this no matter what, and you do it anyway, even though it's literally, you'd rather eat dog shit, um, I just said it, what, ah, I went so, I was so trying so hard not to say the s-word, and then I said it anyway, um, so cold showers are amazing for that uh so it does produce that discipline but also it's that going back to that promise to self and that self-development of you do it every day no matter what you will build confidence i Guarantee it. Start with one thing at a time, okay? Whether it's doing cold showers for week one, then in week two, you're starting to say hi to a random once a day, like whatever it is, okay? So it's again being very incremental and not being over the top with um, the way you um, address your self confidence. Um, Meet each issue one one issue at a time which is very important so that's sort of the same thing but a slightly different point is um every issue that you might have um this sort of leads into the next thing you want to write down each issue down on a piece of paper every single issue in a specific sense not a broad sense so not just um i worry about what other the sink like literally write down who you worry about what you worry about what they th- what they genuinely think like i said justin 66 oh no justin 66 is going to say that i'm not good enough um write that exact thought down on a piece of paper then write next to it write down um a an affirmation if you want to um which i believe is very very powerful i'm starting to get more into them um because i do believe they have a, they have a place because it does react um it does ignite uh, it does and uh, what's the word um uh basically it turns your central nervous system on and if you act on it once you've said it then it produces a result that's ingrained um cellularly and hormonally uh to the degree of imprinting it in your brain if you do it consistently so doing that affirmation every day then acting on that every single day does produce that imprinted sense into your brain and eventually build that confidence build that worth whatever it is okay so meet each issue, issue above um, that, that I've talked about by, first of all, writing each issue down specifically, then addressing it with a th- um, through an affirmation, and then also writing down three solutions because you have those solutions, I guarantee you. you just need to dig for them, okay? Give yourself some time, get into a good state and address them, okay? And then um, also, whatever um, your goal is in terms of your confidence, you need to produce a goal of, I want to be able to do X, Y, and Z. I want to be able to dance on the street in front of everyone. You need to reverse engineer that down to you're going to start by dancing on your own at home, and then um, you're going to um, bring a friend over, maybe have um, two glasses of wine, and you're going to dance around with them, um, you know, get out your comfort zone a little bit. So you're building up that confidence to dance in front of a whole bunch of random people in the middle of the street. So you get my point, is you need to be incremental about it, but you also need to reverse engineer whatever your goal is, um, which applies to anything, but this specifically as well, self-confidence, you need to reverse engineer your confidence goal. also, at the end of each day, what I'm starting to do as well, and this is something I highly recommend, is writing down your thoughts every single day, just writing down what your thoughts and your experiences um, of the day. That's going to help a lot with anxiety. It's going to help a lot with depression, and um, it's going to help a lot with low self-worth. Eventually, you're going to build that up because you're building up not just a promise to yourself. You're also building up development, and you're laying out your thoughts on paper and getting those thoughts out of the way and clearing up the blue sky so you're a lot more clear and more focused on producing a more confident result uh with the knowing and the know-how of that life is uncertain but i'm going to be okay anyway so this is a very important um part of it okay now um, the last thing is actually working on a skill. So, again, just that bit, coming back to that self development, um, like, you know, how I'm working on a handstand and um, doing a little bit of dancing. That's definitely something I'm going to work on. And I'm trying to learn French as well, which is definitely something that I struggle with because um, I am in Quebec and everyone speaks um, French, which is awesome, but something I suck at. So, anyway, that's basically the end of the podcast. I just wanted to really, really touch on this um, issue and go deep on it because it is a real big factor, real big issue with myself growing up. And it's I know something that a lot of, exper- a lot of people 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 struggle with, um, which needs to be addressed because with low um, self-confidence, self-worth, worry of judgment, and uh, fear of failing is really inclusive in this issue. Uh, And these are real issues, these are real problems, and these do lead to a lot of factors like depression, mental health, anxiety, um, eating disorders, whatever it is, due to this low self-worth, so low self-confidence. So these are issues that need to be addressed. These are issues that need to be talked about more... And these are issues that you, um, you, you personally need to go and actually start speaking to someone about them, whether it's a professional, a family member, a friend that you trust, whatever it is, okay, even if it's just messaging me on Instagram, anything like that, okay. So these are very, very important. Please review this podcast over and over again if you need to and, and go over those. Write down the, the issues that you, that you have, write down the tips that I've given you, write down the solutions, three solutions that you have in your head of addressing that issue in some way, um, each individual issue. It takes time, but it's 100% worth it. I guarantee it. Please, please, please do that, okay? All right, and then I'm going to give you, I'm going to leave this podcast by giving you one last practical tip, okay? The last practical tip is this. When you're about to do something that that is out of your comfort zone, this is what you're going to do. You're going to, first of all, think about what you're going to do, okay? So I'm going to use dancing on the street as an example, okay? I'm imagining, okay, myself dancing on the street, Okay, next thing I'm doing is I'm actually absolutely crapping myself. Okay, that's not part of the step, but that's just what's going to happen. Okay, um, so basically... You're absolutely crapping yourself. You're like, what, why, the he- why the heck am I going to do that? No, I'm not going to do that. Then the next thought process is um, you need to become present and, and create a state. So a good state, a positive state, because in a negative head state head space that you're in now, you're not going to do it. So you need to be, become, um, be in a more positive state to raise that serotonin, that dopamine, decrease that cortisol, that stress hormone, so that you're more, in a state that's more likely to produce a result um, or more, more likely to produce an attempt at least. So what you're going to do, you become present. So you're going to take a few deep breaths, in through the nose, out through the mouth, very deep breaths. Then you're going to slow the breathing down back to normal, just in through the nose and out through the nose, real slow. Um, you close your eyes if you want to, whatever it is, okay, and become present, just focus on the breath. Next thing you're going to do is um, allow those thoughts I and mean, those feelings to come up to the surface and then let them go, okay, and note them, okay? So it's like, oh, that's worry. Okay, that's all right. Like right. You're okay with it. Like, it's just worry. Okay, it's just another feeling. Okay, um, oh, that's that thought of that, that person across the street because they're really good-looking about what they're going to think of me. But, yeah, you're probably never going to see them again. But my point is, like, you're just thinking about that. Like, okay, that's just another thought. And then you let it go. That's all it is, okay? So that's what you're doing. You're just kind of doing a little bit of noting, okay. Then you then you move on from that, um, back to your breath, okay. Focus for a little bit. Now you go to one thing that you're very grateful for. I generally say go to a moment, okay. Go to a moment in your life that you that re- produce a smile, produce some sort of happiness, and focus on that, okay. Now once you've focused on that for a bit. Allow that smile to come across your face. Keep finding, looking for something that, that you're grateful for, truly, truly, truly grateful for it until you get that smile produced within um, on, on your face. Once that's happened and it can take some time and that's okay, that's when you're going to act. Okay, you hear me? You need to be in a grateful state. You need to be in a positive state before you act. You can utilize an affirmation like, I am safe. I am secure. I am going to do this uncomfortable activity in order to produce effect or um or produce some sort of self-confidence with myself to build my self-worth uh to to build myself up from within so that i become a stronger version of myself so you can utilize affirmations in any way um that's always a great thing to talk to tell yourself and then you just go and do it you just do it okay um at the end of the day if you don't just do it you'll never do it so um like it's just it's like jumping off a bridge with a bungee jump like please don't do it without a bungee jump but um you know at the end of the day you just need to jump Um, It's just that sort of moment of, of screw it, I'm just going to do it. And you do it, and honestly, it'll be the best feeling in the world. Anyway, that's it from The Pocket Coach, from Kieran Headley at The Pocket Coach. Episode 5. Follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, um, Twitter, and uh, Facebook, Headley Fitness, H-E-D-L-E-Y Fitness. Uh, my website is com. Coming into 2019, make sure you start it off right. I will be taking on new clients in the new year. I'm very excited. So if you are interested, please reach out and it will be very, very, very deeply focused on mental health um, because it is the prom- prominent, issue in terms of how well you produce fat loss not just on a accountability and motivational level but on a hormonal level and a chemical level as well very important um, so if you don't get your mental health and headspace right then the fat loss will not occur in the way that you want it to or it might not even occur at all so i will be doing coaching so please reach out if you um if you're interested and um and then i will get you on the waiting list and um and for the 2019 year so you can start it off right and get those results so you can uh you know live a pretty cool and lean in life that's the idea behind it and then also on um youtube you can follow me karen Headley fitness anyway guys please subscribe to this pocket coach podcast leave a review will be very much appreciated and please rate it five stars and no less or I'll kick your ass and then also oh shit i just swore oh shit i swore again oh i swore again okay stop it karen i'm digging myself whole. and um and please share it with a friend that you truly believe that this will help um because um again this is just this i know andy for tells it says this but I don't know how else to put it, it's genuinely a movement, it's a movement of, self, um, of, of mental health awareness, but it's also a movement of let's make this world a better place by making each individual one by one a stronger version of themselves and a kinder individual so that we can actually grow, this ki- the, um, grow the kindness within the world and, and rid of the negativity, it's re- really a mission of mine, that's what I really want to do, so please help me with this movement. Anyway, thanks for listening guys, get confident, grow that self-worth and kick. Arse. i don't care that i swore that was needed so cheers guys see you later bye